This is Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty, which is part of the Replicate Podcast Network. It is a resource to equip and encourage leaders to make disciples who make disciple makers. Here is your host, Colin Wood. Today on the podcast, we are continuing our discussion about how we start our year here at Long Hollow. And Pastor, the last time, the last two episodes, you talked about how you pray for God to give you a word or a theme for the staff, and we kind of center our goals and our work around that. And the last episode, you you said that the word for 2022 for Long Hollow staff is the word clarity. And as we recorded that episode, it was the day before we were to have our first all staff gathering for the year. And the plan was for you to share that with the staff. And man, it was so good when you did that. Uh, Since then, I've had an opportunity to hang out with some pastors that are part of our Replicate Collective. Uh, They lead ministries, and we just had a really good discussion about how they start their year, and they were asking lots of questions about how do you share that with the staff, and how much instruction does it give to where we go in the year. And so I I thought it would be great if you could uh, really just share what you shared with the staff with us on the podcast. I think it would help pastors know, give them an inside look into what you share with your team, but also maybe give them some insights into this theme that we have of clarity this year. Yeah. So what I do is uh, after getting a word from God, basically what happens is I begin to put together a talk or a message that really frames where I'm going. Now, just full disclosure, when when the Lord gave me the word clarity, I did not have a lot on clarity, to be honest with you. So I went and listened to a few podcasts and uh, went to the scriptures and started studying about clarity. And I soon found out there is a difference in the Bible between clarity and certainty or clarity and promises hmm. or clarity and... Um, Wishful thinking is <laughs> a big difference uh, in the in the Bible. You're probably saying, well, "What does that mean?" When you give promises, or you try to give people certainty, or you try to make them feel better about the future because you don't want them to be anxious or fearful or nervous, you have a tendency to do more harm than good. Now, let's be honest. Today, we're in a situation in the world where there's a lot of uncertainty. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of questions about the future. A lot of us who are in leadership, I would say. If you're honest, you are totally unprepared for the challenges that come ahead. Yeah, and and we talked about this uh, with a lot of people recently, just different people in our church and consultants, and we were talking about how twenty, thirty years ago, most churches were all doing the same kinds of things. And in fact, in, in the Southern Baptist world, in which you know we live, you could go literally to any Southern Baptist church in America and, and it had the same kind of service, the same kind of songs, the same kind of worship, the same kind of attire, basically. Programming would all Programming, be the same. Sunday school back then. And if you're Assembly of God or if you're Pentecostal or if you're Methodist or whatever, you, you, you would feel like that's, that's the same kind of flavor, the same kind of theme. That's not the case anymore on a number of levels. Not only is the service not the same, the programming not the same, but the situation today is not the same. I mean, we're in a totally different situation. Do we go on campus or off campus? Do we have online church? Is online church, I mean, all these questions we weren't prepared for. Yeah. Should we have mask or not mask? Should you mandate this or not? So 
Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty today. And here's what I want to share with you. And this is what I share with our staff. What gives people uh, encouragement to proceed is not trying to make promises that you can't keep. Because the reality is you can't make promises. There's nobody. Mm-hmm. Can. Politicians do this well. Mm-hmm. They're the best at that. In fact, politicians that get elected are the ones that make the most promises and are the most convincing in their promise making, right? <laughs> but we can't make promises, but we can give clarity. Now, what do I mean? Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, good question. Glad you asked. Uh, clarity doesn't remove all of the challenges and the uncertainties and the difficulties in life. It addresses it in the here and now. So basically clarity is kind of like the scripture that says your word is a light unto my path, a lamp unto my feet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Obviously the word of God is a perfect example of clarity, but the word does two things. It's like a light shining ahead of where to walk, but it's also illuminating the very step that you're taking next. Okay, it's doing both. I want to focus on the very step that you're taking next. Clarity says this is what we're going to do now. I don't know where we're going to be next month, maybe not even next year or or in five years. I'd like to say this is where we're hoping to go, but Clarity says this is what we're going to do now. Now let me give you some biblical backing for this. If you think about the children of Israel after Moses took them out of bondage, there was no way that Moses could promise certainty. Mm-hmm. Okay. No way. Moses basically said, Hey, here's the deal. We're going to the promised land. I mean, that's the end goal, but I don't know when it's going to happen. It was supposed to be six months. Now we're wanting for years. He basically takes them on this long journey. Okay. Now Moses is going to teach Joshua, his disciple, a couple of leadership skills. And man, he teaches him a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But there comes a time in Joshua's life where Moses is going to die. He realizes he's not going to be the man to take them in the promised land. Leadership lesson 101. So he's going to pass the baton to Joshua, this young disciple. Now, Joshua up to that point has a notebook filled or, or a rock book filled. Oh, rock yeah, book. rock book. He's writing on rocks, right? Tablet. Ta- <laughs> the original tablet, yeah. Is that the Ten Commandments? Yeah, no, that is, that's my notebook. That's my leadership that's notebook, my- yeah. That's <laughs> good. So he's got the leadership notebook of all the principles he learned in the desert. Okay. And and let me be honest, those are some pretty good principles. Like, Okay, so Moses like taught him, okay, uh, how to determine the different texture uh, and feel of manna. I mean, that's a pretty good skill. You know, I mean, this, mm-hmm. this is a certain kind of man here. You know, this is it's kind of a joke. But uh, how to know the weather weather pattern patterns of a cloud by day and a fire by night. Ooh. You know, I mean. Are uh, scorpions pets? Yeah. Can you be pets with scorpions? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how to uh, drop a st- stick and turn it into a snake and how to pick it back up. You I know, don't think he taught it. Probably that. not. How to hit a rock and get a miraculous Probably uh, not drink. that one either. Right. How to heal. What about how to heal from snakes? Snake bites. Snake bites. Right. I think you're just making these I'm making these up. Okay. But the point is, but the point is he's got a bunch of things he learned in the desert. Sure. Watching Moses and listening. He learned, he learned all those things. Now here's the point. Watch this. None of those leadership principles are going to help him in the new land. Mm. Now this is the key right here. Don't miss this. Why? Because they're going to move into a new season. They're going to move into a new terrain. They're going to move into a new Uh, way of life that is different and opposed to the previous way of life. Now, what do I mean? If Joshua takes the tool bag of leadership principles he learned in the past Mm -hmm. and tries to superimpose them in the future, he's not going to be an effective leader. 
Hmm. Let me make this statement to you if you're listening. If you're trying to take the leadership principles that got you to where you are or where you were at the beginning of COVID, and you're still trying to implement those same principles, tool bag, uh, power tools in your spiritual tool belt, then you're not going to be able to lead the people into this new future called post-COVID or real COVID world. Mm-hmm. And so Joshua now is having to learn some new skills, okay? And the main skill, obviously, is trusting the Lord. So Joshua 1.6, I want you to read this for us, Colin. Okay. Uh, Joshua 1.6, he's going to hear from God, and God's going to give him a word as to how to proceed. Okay. Joshua 1.6 says, Be strong and courageous, for you will distribute the land I swore to their ancestors to give them as an inheritance. Okay. So he says, Be strong and courageous. Mm -hmm. Why in the world is he telling him to be strong and courageous? Um... Maybe he has a sense that he's going to need to lead through some uncertainty. Yes, and he's probably fearful and not courageous. Everybody said, well, that's a pretty easy answer, right? Yeah, so he is he is basically now leading the charge. It's probably like the day you, if you're listening, became pastor for the first time or the day you were the executive pastor for the first official day. There's something about the position, like when reality sets in, you know what I'm talking about, and it's like, wow. Like, Uh-oh. They're looking to me like I'm the guy leading this thing. So Joshua's like, okay, I'm in trouble. And so God knows that. And he says, hey, listen, be strong and courageous. Lead mm-hmm. courageously. Now go to verse 10. Okay. So then so then we just fast forward just a short time later, and then Joshua comes with clarity. Watch this. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people. Do you want me to keep going? Oh, yeah. Go through the camp and tell the people, get provisions ready for yourselves, for within three days you will be crossing the Jordan to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you to inherit. Oh, that's an amazing plan. And here's what I want to do. Let's break real quick, and then when we come back, I'm going to show you how Joshua uses clarity to trump dissenters, Uh, those who are cantankerous, those who question him, those who raise oppositions, and he does it with clarity. Are you struggling with the fatigue of ministry post-COVID? Have you experienced some fruit but hit a plateau in your life or even your church? Could you benefit from a group of like-minded leaders who can help you achieve your God-given potential? Being a church leader is more challenging today than it has ever been, and the pandemic hasn't made it any easier to lead. We now have a whole new set of problems to deal with as church leaders that will require new solutions. With this in mind, we developed the Replicate Collective. This is a close-knit group of church leaders who want to help you and your church unleash your God-given potential. Members of the Collective will interact with premier church leaders, men like Will Mancini, David Platt, Pete Scazzaro, and many others. Members of the Collective create catalytic clarity for their church and personal lives. They participate in weekly huddles with like-minded church leaders. And you'll get personal coaching from me and the Replicate team. If you're interested in applying to join the collective or simply want to find out more, head over to replicatecollective.com. Replicatecollective.com. We have limited spots, so you want to check it out today. We're back talking about 
this word clarity, this theme that God has given you, Pastor, for Long Hollow for 2022, uh, you're, you've taken us to Joshua. We, we've learned how the, a little bit of the difference between uncertainty or certainty in clarity. Uh, but before we continue into uh, Joshua giving these instructions to the people, I wanted to ask you um, one thing going back to the very beginning. I actually have two questions. The first is, you said when God gave you this word, that it wasn't a word that you had this bank of knowledge that you could just go, oh yeah, I know exactly why God has given that to us, and I know exactly all these insights you're now sharing. Yeah. You said you needed to go and learn about clarity, what it means. So is that pretty typical when God gives you a word? Mm. Does that help you discern, man, maybe this is from God. Yeah, this that's a great question. Discipleship for 2022. Yeah, because yeah, that's what I would want to say. You know, every year, a year of discipleship, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. which we had before. Um uh, Robert and I, uh, my pastoral assistant, uh, just on Sunday was were asked basically a similar question by a lady. She said, "I feel like the Lord's leading me to do something. How do I know it's the Lord and not me?" Basically, and it was a about giving money to someone, and and I said, "Well, basically, basically, what you're asking me, how do I discern the voice of God and separate it from the voice of my head or my voice?" And so that's the question you're asking. What I would say is this. Um, that that is a I'd say it's a skill, but that is a discipline that takes time to foster. And again, I'm not perfect at it, uh, but I've been doing it for two years now. And I will say, last night I spent probably 50 minutes in silence, total silence last night. Didn't hear any word, didn't get any revelation, but I've spent time with God, which is the point. I'm not trying to get something from God. I'm trying to be with Him. Um, but what happens is this, you begin to sit and pray and listen and, and bend your ear to the Lord. Now, last night I wasn't asking for a word, so it's a little different, mm -hmm. but what happens is you will start to discern the difference between your voice mm -hmm. and the voice and the accent of the Holy Spirit. And what mm -hmm. I mean is this, when discipleship comes to mind, normally the word know, discipleship, yeah, the word yeah. discipleship, I think, ah, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get what you're doing, Robbie. That's good because that's all we think about, but that's yeah. me. But a word like clarity. In fact, I would say the more outrageous the, the words are, like, for example, spontaneous baptism. Yeah. I'm not saying, hey, I've got some outrageous thing. Don't do crazy things for the Lord. But what I'm saying is when you sit long enough and bend your ear to the voice of God, and it comes sometimes comes through the word of God. Sometimes yeah. it comes through people. But God will impress upon you, and then the word keeps coming back to you. Yeah. Because at first, like you said, I, I question the word clarity. I know nothing. I didn't know really anything about clarity. I'm mm. not a clarity kind of guy. I'm more of an ambiguous, uh, off the cuff. Let's do it now. You know, not a lot of thought. But clarity, boy, it's been so good. As you can see, I've I've, I've had to go learn. Uh, about clarity, and boy, what a word. Well, and it's, uh, I think you shared with us that you then take that word, filter it through the word of God. Hey, is this is this heresy that, you know, did I yeah. just hear something insane, or is this from God? Then you use the intellect and experience God's given you to, to apply it to our situation. Okay, God, what why? It, what is the possible reason you could give me this word? Yeah, and you shared with the our lead team that for us, clarity is a is a major point of emphasis in 2022 that we believe will help our church. Well, and I'll tell you a confirmation. So last week, just last week, which is probably 
couple months after God gave me this word, we're spending time with our uh, consultant, church consultant, Will Mancini, who we've been working with from Future Church, which has been amazing. What, six, 15 months we've been with Will and really just, and and it's taken a while to get here because it's a spiral and not a straight shot to the top of the mountain. So we've been doing this for a while. And Will's exact words to our lead team, unbeknownst to this word the Lord gave me, he said, Robbie, the end result by the summer is that you're going to have a, watch this, clarity revelation. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to have an understanding of perfect clarity of where to go. And we laughed when he said that we laughed. because he didn't know that he had no clue that you had shared the word for the year. <laughs> Is that crazy? Of all the things after, you know, two, a year and a half of journeying with this man, he said, you will leave with clarity. Mm. And I thought, hello. Okay. okay jumping anyway, back into Joshua. On. I do have my second question, okay, but yeah. it's more related to this passage. Okay. Uh, it seems as if, and I hope I'm not jumping ahead here, but it seems as if clarity and certainty, the difference between, is it the difference between vision and strategy? Is that the difference? Like we can't be certain on our strategy. You talked about if we're still trying to do things like we did them pre-COVID, that's not going to work. But our, our goal hasn't changed. Our mission hasn't changed. But the way we get there, yeah, kind. I think it's kind of both. And I've thought about this when I was sharing this um, last time. Uh, let me tell you what it is, and you tell me. Okay, okay. Because he- here's what I think it is: clarity is basically this is what we're going to do now. So in a in a sense, it is kind of strategy for the moment. It's ba- cl- cl- clarity is taking in consideration the context, the situation, the circumstances, the people we have, where we're going, how we're going to get there, and then you come up with a plan in the moment. And here's what here's why I get this from scripture. In verse 10, what Joshua does is he comes down and he summons the leaders, which I love this, which mm-hmm. is why I share this with the leaders, leaders of yeah. our church, our, our staff members, our pastoral staff. And I said, here is what Joshua says. He says, pack your bags, mm-hmm. uh, get a lunch together, meet me here in three days, we're going to cross this Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's clarity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what he doesn't say is, I promise you, everybody's going to make it across, or man, it's going to be awesome when we walk through that water, and man, wait till you see what God's going to... He doesn't promise any of that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say any of that. He doesn't give them any certainty. He doesn't make promises. He didn't even predict the future. He just says, this is what we're going to do three days. And here's what's fascinating. He doesn't spend any time building rapport with the leaders. He doesn't soften it. He doesn't try to um, couch it in, hey, I know we had a rough time here. And, man, I just know. But No, he just says, listen, mount the troops, pack a lunch, meet me at the water. Three days, we're crossing the water. Hmm. And what he does is he gives them clarity. Now, clarity does a couple things. Number one is clarity will crush concerns. Hmm. When the people would come to him and say, hey, Brother Pastor Joshua, um, how are we going to get two million people across the water? Joshua says, "Did did you guys hear what I said? Three days, pack your bags, meet me here, we're crossing the Jordan. Clarity combats fear. I don't know if we're going to make it across with all. I mean, what if we drown? Did he doesn't pacify anybody? He just did you? Did you yeah. know what I said? Let yeah. me say it again. Pack your bags, get a lunch. You know, meet me at the Jordan. We're crossing the Jordan. I think when people raise the objections, 
Joshua reminded them of the mission or the strategy in the moment, which was clarity, to get across the water. Now, why is that important? I feel like, and I'm guilty as charged, many times in my ministry, I have felt the pressure to make promises to, to appease people. And as a leader, that's what we do. Hmm. We don't want people to feel bad. We see the rising cases of COVID. We hear of people leaving because we can't satisfy them, whether we're on campus or off campus, whether we have in-person or online church, whether we're requiring masks. I mean, you can't please everybody. So we feel the pressure to try to give certainty and promises and to please people. And I just want to remind you, people are looking for a leader hmm. who will give them clarity in the moment. One of the greatest lines I want to give you is 1 Corinthians 14, 8, great leadership line from the Apostle Paul. Why don't you read that line, Colin? It's such a good line. 1 Corinthians 14, 8, in fact, if the bugle makes an unclear sound, who will prepare for battle? Ooh, all right, let me give you a line. Here's, what does that mean? Here's the line. An unclear bugle confuses the troops. An unclear bugle, or let me say it another way, an out-of-tune bugle <laughs> confuses the troops. What does that mean? The troops, the people in your church, the, the people on your staff are waiting for a leader to be clear and confident mm -hmm. in clarity of where they're going. Mm. So when you're unclear or you're off-note or you're not certain, how will the troops prepare for battle? And Brother pastor or leader, listen to me. Maybe the reason your people are not following you is you haven't given them a clear path forward. Mm. Give you an example. A couple, um, couple nights into the year of January, uh, we went and hung out. Uh, with You were there, Colin and Russell, our, our other lead team, and our wives. And uh, it was the first night the snow started. I think it was like the first week of January. Maybe it been Christmas in January. But it was the first big snow, and we have been in Snowmageddon. Uh, in Middle Tennessee, we had more snow, I think, in Middle Tennessee than we've had since I've been here. But yeah. uh, on the way home, we were driving home around 10 o'clock, and it was starting to snow. And it was like flurries, and it was snowing. And uh, we were driving in the car, Candy and I were driving in the car home, and all of a sudden we were looking out, and I tried to put on my high beams because I couldn't see. And it looked like one of those old Star Trek space tunnels. You when they go into the warp Yeah, when they go into warp zone. Yeah, you remember that? They go in warp speed. And like the stars are like flying yeah. past you. And the tunnel was so enticing to follow because the snow would like fall on the windshield a certain way that when the road would go left, I was so zoned in on the on the snow, I wanted to go right and follow the tunnel, you know? But Kane's like, you gotta, you know, the road's here. So we realized two things. Number one, the high beams were of no help. No. Because the, the, the brighter the light got, the foggier and uh, ambiguous yeah. the, 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 the close-up um, vision was. And number two, I didn't need to look further away in order to see where to go. In fact, I didn't even know it was on the horizon. I yeah. couldn't see over the next curve. I couldn't even see down the street. Mm -hmm. But what I could see with fog lights was the white and yellow line I was driving on. Mm -hmm. And so basically, I literally, with you know, feet of visibility, I turned the high beams off, I kicked the fog lights on, mm -hmm. and I looked literally down below the front of the, the truck, and I followed the path in front of me. Mm. Now, why do I say that? Well, I said earlier, the Bible is a lamp unto your feet and a light to your path. There are times in life when you want to put your high beams on and you can see clearly on a perfect day. But most of life, I've found, is you're driving through a snowstorm and uh, the further you look out in the distance and make promises and plans and certainty, 
It's so foggy. It's so unclear. It's better for you to say, here's where we're going now. We're going to follow this yellow line, and we know that this yellow line leads us home. And uh, that's exactly how we got home. So here's a couple challenges for your staff and for yourself. Number one is this. Pray about clarity in your personal life. What's the one thing you need to do that you've been putting off? Here's a couple good questions today. Number two, what's the discipline in your life that needs to be started? What do you need clarity in your personal life for? Maybe a discipline. The second thing is clarity in your ministry position. Uh, A lot of people, and Colin, you know this, leading our staff, is a lot of people do not know what is expected of them, therefore they're always uncertain. Mm -hmm. But if there are clear expectations, what is expected of me, how can I have an impact in my ministry? Number three, clarity in your marriage. What is the one thing you can do with your spouse to spend more time together? Maybe start dating your spouse again. Maybe spend time together. Get clear on what her expectations are and yours. And then finally, clarity in parenting. If you have children, uh, what's the one thing you can do with your kids to have a lasting impact, a lasting legacy in their life? Um, I think, and I want to close in this kind of tease up, replicate the ministry well, but one of the greatest examples of clarity is by a man on the side of a hill moments before his ascension in Jerusalem named Jesus. And if you remember, the disciples were wanting promises. They were wanting prophecy. They were wanting confirmation. They were wanting certainty. They were saying, boss, listen, Acts chapter 1. Is this, one question, is this the time you're going to set up the kingdom? Is this when, is this going to happen? I mean, is this when the kingdom's going to be ushered in? And Jesus responds in Acts 1 6. And I want to finish with this scripture. Colin, I want you to read Acts 1 6 through 1 8. Watch what Jesus does. He doesn't answer the question, he, he actually diverts the question, and he gives them a clarity statement that will drive the mission for the rest of their life. Watch this. It says, So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom to Israel at this time? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Jesus realizes they have unimaginable uh, uncertainty. I mean, there there are questions upon questions, and what should we do down the road, and is this the end, or when will he? Jesus said, listen, don't worry about any of that. Worry about what you're going to do in the meantime until my Father says it's time for me to come back, and that is be a witness where you live, work, play, and to the world. And I think that's a wonderful picture of why we need to set clarity, not only in our ministries, but in our homes, in our, in our marriages, and with our kids. Mm. So good. Pastor, it's really helpful even for asking those personal questions and how can I have more clarity in my own life and relationships, and then how can I provide clarity as a leader to the organization and the people that I lead? Uh, Shameless plug for the Replicate Collective, because as you were talking, I just continued to think about the conversations that I'm having with other executive pastors and lead pastors uh, in my huddles all over the country who are seeking to have clarity and provide clarity for the ministries they lead. If you're not familiar with the collective, go to replicatecollective.org and find out more about uh, this 
um, brotherhood that we have together uh, with leaders all over the country. I think you would find it helpful. Thanks for joining us at the in the podcast today. If there's someone you think would benefit from the conversation, then do us a favor and like or share the podcast where on whatever platform you listen to, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. You can receive more free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website at replicate.org.